0: Watch out, ye listeners, beware, uh, there be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to the After Credibles, the weekly movie discussion podcast where the least credible people you know discuss everything in the world of cinema. My name is Charlie Rogers and today on the show we have Alex Conway and Andrew Medanzic. Thanks for coming onto the show today, guys. It's alright, man.
1: No, good to be back. It's been too long.
0: Well, it's comic book movie season, as we all know, and this week we are tackling the black sheep of comic book movies, Deadpool 2. But first, a bit of news. Some news and trivia I have today is very topical, considering uh, the movie we're reviewing. But it turns out that the child in the Deadpool movies wasn't actually allowed to watch the film during the premiere that he introduced the film at. So Julian Dennison, the 15-year-old co-star of the movie, was invited to the premiere... And allowed to go into the theater and introduce it to the entire crowd only to be ushered out the second he'd finished once the movie had started it's not a very dignifying way to go is it wow
1: that's i didn't know that yeah that's uh, that's because is that because it was like R uh, 18 plus
0: yeah it is yeah <laughs> like the the it wasn't like the cops or the theater it was really the ushers were just like i'm sorry sir we can't let you watch this movie
2: you're too young you're in it but you're too young
0: in fact, not only did he introduce the film and get kicked out, but he actually brought friends to the premiere and they got kicked out too. Ouch. So could you imagine being this kid and trying to show your friends how cool you are for being in the Deadpool movie, only to have all of them just kicked out on their ass before the movie even starts?
1: Maybe they just didn't like his performance in the movie, so they just kicked him out.
0: <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine being an usher with like such a militant view <laughs> of, um, of, of like whether people deserve to watch their own movies? <laughs>
1: I, I did really uh he was really good though like he was in a uh, hunt for the world of people if you guys have seen that
0: yes i i haven't but i i heard it's really good that one of the friends i watched it with said it was a really good movie and that's pretty much why they picked him i think that's what they kind of said that his roles were kind of similar is
1: does mm.
0: that sound about right
1: yeah i i think that's the only other movie he's actually been in or the only other you know mainstream movie at least
0: oh well, that's a bold pick then mm. Um, My other piece of news is... Actually, I have some trivia for you first. And I have a question for you that's very open-ended, so please feel free to think outside the box and say something obscure. But my question is, if you watched Return of the Jedi for the first time in 1987, you will will be one of the first people in human history to hear something very, very iconic. What is that thing? Hmm.
1: Return of the Jedi, was it? Yeah. I will correct you and say that it was 1983. <laughs> oh, shit. shit. How can I convey an eye roll right
2: now?
0: Oh, my God. My credibility is just dissipating by the second. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry. Do you, have any, do you have any guesses? I'm
2: trying to think of the funniest one.
0: So the
1: first thing to hear. So
0: when I say deep note, do you know what I mean? Ah, do do, uh, yeah, THX. Do you remember oh, yeah, the TH? Um, so deep note is the iconic, very eighties sounding synth crescendo sound that they play at the start of big movies to show that it's a THX branded audio system, I believe, or mixer yeah. that's playing at the cinema.
1: Oh, right, with the and the logo yeah. when the logo comes. Yeah, on. so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll
0: play it for you quickly.
1: Yeah, so were they the first first movie to have that in their opening credits?
0: Yeah, and I mean, iconic, right?
1: <laughs> okay, so Return of the Jedi was the first movie to have that, huh?
0: It was. When Return of the Jedi premiered in 1983, see, I'm so good with years, <laughs> um, it was the first one to show deep note. The reason I'm bringing this up right now is as part of the 35-year anniversary, oh my God, I should have just gone back from 35 years. How could I have gotten that wrong? <laughs> anyway... The as part of the 35 year anniversary of Deep Note, THX released the sheet music for how to compose <laughs> that piece of music.
1: Ah. Oh, I saw that. And
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's hard to convey in in in, uh, in a podcast, but you should Google it because it's quite funny. It's funny to see the sheet music. Could if you imagine to say like a piece of music composition? Imagine a rainbow that like. Twists and all converges into one point, and then expands out into tw- like twice as many points <laughs> further out at the other end. That's what this kind of bizarre crescendo looks like on sheet music. So I highly recommend you jump in and <laughs> and have a look because it's quite it's fun. good.
2: I showed my uh, partner; and she's a music nerd.
0: What did she think? And she
2: got a little a little chuckle out of it. <laughs> she was like, "Oh
0: yeah," she was like working it all out in this. Few- <laughs> I would have loved to have been musically inclined enough to truly appreciate it, but as it stands, it just looked like a lot of squiggly lines, like and it looked really intimidating. So I know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: I got no idea how this works. What is going on?
1: But I know it sounds good. So. To
2: somebody, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah it sounds great. Uh, it terrifies you as a kid when you put it on like VHS and it comes on. You're like, oh, yeah.
0: And they parodied it in The Simpsons. Remember, it like blew up everyone's head and stuff, and, and everyone loved it. Yeah, that's <laughs> um. Apparently when it was composed for the first time they lost the composition and they THX asked the guy to compose it again but the problem was it was a computer generated composition and there was an element of randomness to the frequency so every time you put it through the computer it would come out differently and THX kept complaining that it was actually didn't sound like the original one and um no. apparently eventually they, they found the original one and, and, and hid it in a vault or something I don't know what the hell happened to, the, to it in the first place but um, yeah so it did return luckily in all it's glory Tell me they got that in slow motion you Doing the right thing is messy you want to fight for what's right sometimes you have to
2: fight dirty and that is
0: why sisterhood of the traveling pants is pure pornography
2: oh god i wish i finished college
0: it lives up to the hype plus plus
2: fuck it they probably won't even make it three
0: yeah why would they stop it too you killed it <laughs> After the events of the first movie, Deadpool spends some time as an effective and violent mercenary until a failed job resulting in the getaway of the target leads to that target enacting revenge onto Deadpool by killing his partner, Vanessa, the same love interest from the first film. Thrust into a deep sense of guilt and depression, Deadpool attempts to kill himself via explosion only to be brought back together by Colossus, who takes him to the X-Mansion and attempts to mould him once again into a new member of the X-Men. On the first mission, stopping a young mutant Firefist from attacking a mutant orphanage where he was abused, things quickly go awry and Deadpool is arrested and sent to a maximum security mutant prison with Firefist. They eventually escape. And Firefist begins a revenge fueled rampage to find and kill the headmaster of the orphanage, while Deadpool races to stop him in order to save the child's soul, while also trying to prevent Cable, a mysterious mercenary from the future, from killing Firefist in an attempt to prevent a destructive future from occurring. So that's the basic premise, but wow, a lot seems to happen throughout this movie It just goes at breakneck pace. And I don't think I can really give the events of the movie justice with this basic synopsis. So, I mean, first things first, our thoughts. Um, I mean, for me, what is there to say? The, the movie goes a mile a minute and powers through the same basic winning formula of the first movie. Uh, fourth wall breaks, pop culture references, obscene language, gestures, gags. Um, if, like, I consider the movie to go at such a pace and contain so many throwaway lines that I, I... I saw the movie like it was just a blur to me (laughs) so I but but i mean i thought it was quite a quite a good movie i I enjoyed it i I mean if you love the first deadpool i mean what do you guys think
2: uh okay i did not like the first deadpool and i did not like this i thought ever since the first deadpool every joke felt like it was dated 10 years the only joke i liked in the first one was when he referenced Patrick Stewart or uh, the other Patrick, (laughs) the other Professor Rex, James McAvoy, and like, he doesn't know which continuity it is. And I was like, oh, that's clever. That's funny. But this, I'm just like, oh, make it stop. Everything is pointless. And I really don't like it. I really dislike Deadpool.
0: Oh, that's a shame.
2: It is pandering to the lowest common denominator and it sucks.
1: Ah, okay. This is interesting though because I think I think Charlie and I are going to be on the opposite end of the spectrum, so we'll actually get some. Yeah, finally a discussion. juicy, <laughs> juicy discussions in this <laughs> instead one instead of just Meh, it was
0: finally right. polarizing movie. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. So, or well, what did you think,
1: Andy? If you if you disagree, I, I think um, whenever any movie does a sequel, it's a very you know hard hard effort to make it as good as the first one. But I think Deadpool Two was as good at least, as the original. It definitely wasn't worse. I think it did go bigger and better. Um, and I can understand a lot of the humour is very, you know, like a lot of just, you know, uh, the equivalent of poop jokes, you yeah. know, it happens. <laughs> yeah. the, the, equivalent, the equivalent that you would get in an R-rated movie. Um, but I, I think a lot of people obviously uh, like that humour, and like you said, pandering to the lowest common denominator, but it was the first R-rated movie to make a billion dollars, Deadpool 1. So you imagine the writers wouldn't have wanted to change too much to the formula. I think you're right. Like if you if you liked Deadpool, there's
0: plenty here to keep you in that same mold, keep you enjoying it. I mean, it, it's a it's a laugh a minute if you think they're funny. I think it's possible to still laugh at jokes
1: and not think the
0: movie's that good. Which I ho- which I hope you did, Akon, Because I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, especially the 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 opening scene where it uh directly references Logan's ending, where he's got the little the toy. The music box toy. Um, yeah, I
0: haven't actually seen Logan. That's 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 my confession time. Confession. Okay. Oh. If you don't watch it by the
2: time we're in Melbourne, I'm co- we're watching that.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Good. All right. I don't know whether to watch it or not now. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, so and as I said, like I I thought it was a pretty solid movie. I I prefer the first Deadpool. I preferred the pacing. Um, I think like a few well-timed jokes and a bit more time, a bit more downtime to comprehend what's going on. I, I preferred that. Whereas with Deadpool 2, it was, I don't know, maybe I was really tired. Maybe I wasn't in the right mindset, but I found it to go so fast and basically have, I, I feel like they felt like they had a, a a one joke every five seconds quota in some parts. And, it, and so much seems to happen that it's, um... Wow. I, <laughs> my mind is a blank trying to think up things what? to say about the movie as a whole.
1: I feel like the, the original movie was sort of like that. Like, I, I don't know if it was that much more fast-paced. Well,
0: yeah. I, I've i watched Deadpool 1 a few times now, and I guess, I guess I've guess i had the
1: time to really jump into it. But you're right, I thought it was very fast-paced too. Although, they, I guess Deadpool 2 did have a lot of, uh, you know, almost single-frame jokes, like where they have all the X-Men In The mansion, yeah, uh, yeah, and they're closing, yeah, you're right. Like little, they had a lot of little or background scenes going on, like uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, it's a great a a few things, a few things that were only on there for like a second or two. So, Brad Pitt's cameo,
0: I'm pretty sure Matt Damon had a cameo, yeah,
2: Matt Damon and Alan Tiddick are in there. Alan Tiddick,
0: yeah, I, I recognize. Alan Tiddick but I didn't recognize Matt Damon oh wait maybe it was the other way around I, don't, I think I recognized
1: Matt no uh, yeah I, I was that way as well didn't know that that one was Matt Damon but yeah, he, yeah he knew the other so
0: one. that was that was pretty funny I like that I mean yeah it's just it, I, I liked the introduction of the Juggernaut back into Ugh. X-Men cinematic canon I mean mm. I think by the end of it, he hadn't really done enough juggernauty stuff to, to, you know, to, 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 be, to be great. But look, he had, a, he had a fun presence, a few funny jokes.
1: Oh, so you're saying you, you didn't like Vinnie Jones in the last scene? <laughs> no. He was the best
2: no, not thing, especially. No, wait. <laughs> Fraser Crane as um, Beast was the best Oh, part. God, yeah.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. I wish they'd
0: have brought him back for, for this cameo I in know. Deadpool 2, to be honest. But uh, well, we can't have everything. Let down. The way they broke a few conventions... I mean, it was fairly linear. Um, there were times of the movie where I didn't really know where everything was going. Um, that is also because I haven't seen Logan, which I hear this is basically
1: a huge deliberate knockoff of. But also, I, I feel like... Well, it's funny how... The- those two movies kind of went back and forth. Like the only reason Logan was made in 2017 or that it was made as an R-rated film is because Deadpool was financially successful as an R-rated film. Oh, really? So Dead, Deadpool's Deadpool being R-rated and being so successful is what made Fox Studios say okay, Logan can be R-rated. Oh, wow.
0: Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Okay.
1: Hmm. So it's kind of funny there's been a been a back and forth between you know <laughs> Like, Wolverine, Deadpool, Wolverine, Deadpool.
0: And and the plot itself, to me, smacked of uh, X-Men Days of Future Past as well. Like, they had this, you know, you've got to stop this person from doing a, a, a murder that will end up spiralling the world into a, a, an era of darkness. And we know this is going to happen because someone from the future told us. And stop it at all costs and at all... It was Looper as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. So... It has. So it's been done before. Yeah, the the plot itself is nothing new. But it, I I did like that it jumped a lot of bizarre elements that kind of you weren't expecting. Like he assembles this X Force team, and then it all just goes catastrophically wrong within about two minutes of of their first mission, and um, and it all just a lot of things like that happen that you expect are going to kind of go one way because of superhero movies and then they kinda of go another way instead.
1: Yeah, well I was gonna say if if, if you if you didn't like the humour, um what else like did you not like the plot or the characters? What else didn't you like about it? Plot
2: characters, look, I I like Ryan Reynolds, he's good. And when he gets to swear, it's always good and Terry Crews like the highlight was uh Domino for me. Yeah. She felt like she was Oh yeah, she she was great. She was great. Like she's the only person like who had sort of charisma. Mm-hmm. besides like Deadpool just swears and just carries on and like the and like now like since since it's come out people have like gone to that movie and it's called like the term fridging has been put up as what's, well what's that about the movie like the term uh it's like an old comic book trope called fridging like it's oh sorry happens a lot in movies yep, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I misheard where, you sorry I guess if you haven't heard it it's yeah yeah, yes, I where yeah. The female character dies or the partner of the male lead dies, which spurs them to go do something reckless or go on a revenge mission,
0: only to serve as character development for the male. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah it didn't You know, from Death Wish to John Wick. Yeah, it's lazy. It's been going like the decades, when it yeah. Comes. When it comes down to it, it's pretty lazy writing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she's not dead.
2: <laughs> but she's not dead. Apparently. But then why do we have this damn movie if she's not dead?
1: <laughs> so we could get the so we could get Cable in Cable and Deadpool bromance and and Josh Brolin is signed on to do more oh, movies okay. as Cable.
2: Yeah, that's interesting.
1: <laughs> I was going to say I really I really liked um I really liked um Cable and Josh Brolin. I think he's a really good actor. I really like him anyway, but. He was, I don't, yeah, he was a really good actor. I think improved on the villain from the first movie. Uh, he, I
0: mean, he, he's he's now a well trodden uh, superhero movie villain, so which is good. He even, he, he even pulls out the Thanos voice in a couple of scenes, uh, which I thought were kind of fun.
1: And he is. Have you um, you see like Josh Brolin on Instagram? He is a he is a really funny guy. Oh, really? I... And but and he and he is a very serious... he can be a very serious actor as well, which I think is just great when you can. He had a lot of funny lines in the movie, but he says it just so deadpan and serious. So I think yeah,
0: that was pretty good. It was polarizing, but I loved dubsteps for pussies because I I don't know why, but when he said it, I laughed. I just <laughs> I thought it was a great response to the question of is dubstep still a thing in the future. <laughs>
2: One. Is dubstep still a thing?
0: Two. What's Chuck Nado again? And three. At what point do I need to say enough with the robotic arms?
2: Dubstep's going You're so dark!
1: Do you sure you the DC universe? I love dubstep!
2: Yeah, but is dubstep a thing now? Like is <laughs> No No
0: it's not. That was one of the criticisms outdated. I believe, right? Outdated.
2: It's not, it's like Five years ago, would it was a thing, but like now it's really dated. <laughs> like, like,
0: who still makes Skrillex jokes?
2: Yeah, like, it's I've it felt like old people trying to write a young person movie. Yeah,
0: some of the jokes were certainly hit and miss. I I definitely thought it was more hit than miss. I did laugh at most of the of the throwaway references, although the way the movie goes, the jokes are done so quickly, and you barely have enough time to really. Uh... <laughs> comprehend it and laugh at it. You either get it straight away and laugh, or you kind of sit there feeling like a dummy, which I did a couple of times going, do I get that reference? Do I understand what he, like, what he just referenced? What did you guys think personally about the enormous, chaotic marketing effort leading up to this movie is it your jam alex did you not really enjoy it did you did you choose not to watch anything from it or i watched like the main trailer yeah but everything
2: else i steer clear of like and they just seeing it on buses everywhere and, like, advertised on, like, energy yep. drinks.
0: Oh, energy drinks are such a Deadpool-friendly <laughs> endorsement, right? Like, if there's going to be anything you could, you could put Deadpool on and have it fit, I feel like it would be, like, a uh, bratty, yeah. imma- like, immature <laughs> monster drink or something that, you know... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the typical
2: Deadpool fan I get is, like, a guy with a like a neckbeard and a Deadpool shirt complaining about <laughs> men's rights like, like all four men's rights activists like oh. the type of like who 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 go on dates with girls and talk to them about Rick and Morty like and just explain <laughs> Rick and Morty and I just hate those people And it's Uh, like, read the room, guys. Well, to be
1: fair, Rick and Morty takes a a high (sighs) level of intelligence to really appreciate and understand.
0: (laughs) Please, Andy, tell
2: me more. Oh, no, come on,
1: guys, come on. (laughs) Save me, save
0: me. Andy, how about you? Did you get into this, like, pre-movie hype that they really did a huge job trying to get into?
1: A huge job, and I think a really good job. Uh, It definitely gets a lot of people talking, all the little ads they had. Like, I knew people that uh aren't really huge comic book movie fans but they had seen a lot of the advertisements for it and really found them funny I don't think I saw all of them but a few were funny like um the the Bob Ross painting one and not even just videos but I think the I think there was a poster where it's all of them having like a Thanksgiving dinner and it's like painted did you see that poster? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see And like, that. even that, like, I, I see that and I think, I think that's pretty funny. Like, it is very
2: Deadpool. What do you guys think about how it... Because the first one came out on Valentine's Day and that was like a big sort of, like, what the trend is for Valentine's Day, I guess. So you have this sort of... They market it as like a romantic action movie, which you can take your girlfriend to and see it. And I remember seeing it on Valentine's Day with like a massive crowd and somebody even was... Like, somebody somebody even got, like, uh, engaged in the cinema, like, proposed to his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, wow. When I saw it. Are and you like, kidding me? At the end of the movie, everybody was, like, laughing and, like, re- like, really happy with it. And I was there with one of my other friends. I was like, wow, I was really sort of just dulled and bored with it. And do you think, like, that marketing of not being on Valentine's Day sort of missed? Like, because it was a good idea. I don't
1: know. If the first one was a love movie, then this one was a... I guess self described family movie. Yeah. So I just which, which they said yeah. a few times. Hold, 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 hold on, 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 hold on. Can, yeah. we, can we just go back
0: to this did he propose before the movie or or after?
2: During? No, before the movie. Oh. Like there was a huge like thing that came up and it was like we have a special announcement.
1: Oh my and god.
2: Then, like, this guy stood up in the back and proposed to his girlfriend. And everybody was like, Woo it started clapping and I was like
1: Fuck me Deadpool Shit, I just, man Like imagine, Yeah Deadpool Imagine Yeah imagine that as your Engagement story It could have been worse It could have
0: been like A clockwork
1: orange or something
0: That's That's a first for me I've never heard Of a friend Wow Deadpool uh, well, Maybe they loved wow yeah. I don't know <laughs> just, I mean, Wow I wonder Did he pick that Because he knew she loved it Or was it a hideously Misjudged move To, <laughs> to Choose Deadpool As the movie <laughs> Oh gee, wow! He goes, this Valentine's Day, and oh, you know. all right,
2: wow. I mean, he probably could have been wearing a Deadpool T-shirt.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, geez, wow. That, that, that's the first I've never heard of a friend who has what who has witnessed a wedding in a movie, let alone for one so outrageous. Wow. <laughs>
2: mm, so, what do you think about it not being advertised on Valentine's Day, like coming out? valentine's day look
0: i i don't know because i i was actually similar to you alex i chose not to really go for a lot of the viral marketing maneuvers i i tend to not watch too many trailers i think today more or less trailers spoil too much of a movie and i tend to avoid marketing related stuff because I, th- I think i've been burned too many times from trailers kind of giving away big things in the movie so for that reason i didn't actually really take a lot of note of that and i didn't watch it when it came out on or did it come out so it didn't come out on a specific date um this time is that what you're saying no just a random oh i don't know yeah yeah because they
2: it did pretty good because january february are normally like the main sort of downer months for like blockbusters and now they're sort of capitalising on that.
0: Yeah. Especially after um, The Avengers, it was like... I think it was a bold move for them to release it right after Infinity War as well. Especially as a comic book movie. Yeah, a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, so I think it was bold. Yeah, everybody should have just taken a couple of months off.
1: I don't think they could have released on Valentine's Day. Because the first one did, and it kind of fit in with the whole meta fourth war breaking character that Deadpool is. Like, he you know, in the movie he says, this is a love movie, I'm going after my girlfriend, let's, and then, you know, it's released on Valentine's Day, it really fits in with the whole theme of Deadpool. But if this one came out on Valentine's Day and then within, like, 10 minutes of screen time the girlfriend dies, like, that would not fit in with the whole, yeah. the whole marketing plan of the first one. You're so right. I think even the taglines, the taglines for the first movie a couple of years ago even said, like, it, it really pumped the whole this is a love mo- uh, movie, it's a romance movie, you know, bring your girlfriend here to watch it i think in the movie i haven't seen deadpool one in a while but at the start when he's narrating doesn't he say oh like girls did your boyfriend drag you along and tell you that it's a superhero movie and you're really confused or something like that
0: he he just turned he just turned that mercenary into a shish kebab yeah. or something like that yeah he was
1: yeah. yeah he was midway through cutting a guy in half yeah if this one probably if they released on valentine's day it probably wouldn't work the same way the first one did yeah definitely yeah. um because you know girlfriend dies and then because of that he has to like the whole movie revolves around him trying to save fire fist like that's where the movie goes to after that that's the emotional core i guess yeah so
0: they've got their x-force at the end of the movie (laughs) juggernaut's incapacitated but still around um i mean andy i know i know alex you might not be too keen for another one but i mean do you do you think it's going in a good direction objectively
1: would you be excited for an x-force movie? Uh, it depends. Would they have it in the same comedic genre? Would it still be Deadpool-led?
0: I heard that they want to make an R-rated X-Force movie, or at least still border on the inappropriate, over-the-top, very violent, kind of like a dark
1: X-Men, I hear the director, uh, said. I know know it's in the X-Men movie universe, but they're not doing any more X-Men movies after Logan, except for the prequel characters. So I don't think Deadpool's going to be rock... Yeah, Deadpool's not going to be rocking up in an X-Men movie oh, yep. anytime soon. Um, like with the X-Men characters, I mean. But I, as long as they didn't rush it, like they had the same writers for Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. So if you liked both of those movies, as long as they kept that going. So don't rush it out. Get the same guys to write it. And, you know, I would have no complaints if they did that. Mm.
2: Yeah, going off, Andy. Like, take your time. Go with it. Really, just take a couple more years. I think, maybe work on those jokes a bit better. <laughs> maybe get an actual comedy writer. Well, Ouch. if if they <laughs> like to do it,
0: I think didn't Ryan Reynolds write?
2: But um, yeah. If they, if they, yeah, Ryan Reynolds like helped.
1: Yeah, he was the third writer, yeah, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, well, I'm personally of. I'm so desperate for more x-men themed movies that i wish i almost wish they'd be pumping more out because i already consider them probably a class below the mcu movies anyway in terms of general quality um i don't know i i just wish they would make as many as possible so I, i i personally disagree i want them to pump out as many as possible explore the expanded universe that they have and just go for it now they have the time travel thing
1: what if the quality suffers if they if they make too many
0: well that's true they are they are on a good they are they are on a good thing they've and and what I think is most impressive is that they've somehow managed to tie their expanded universe together before they even considered making an expanded universe uh, and, and I mean that by like the original timeline X Men with Patrick Stewart Halle Berry um, and Logan even though he's you know more or less in both now yeah I just I think they've done a great job of linking them all together regardless of whether they should or even probably want to i don't yeah i don't know i think that's i think it was very bold the way they tied them all together even accepting that they should link together the less well-received movies of the x-men trilogy which i i loved when they came out but they have they are a bit dated i think they should make more i want them to make more i want more deadpool or more or less i want a bit more deadpool but i especially want a bit more x-men i'd love to see a few more i'd love to see juggernaut more a couple of more iconic villains i think that would be really cool
2: I think okay, I'm gonna say the only way you can gonna get me back in is if you take just Deadpool and Cable and just go time traveling. That
0: would be cool. That would be cool.
2: And just make it like a time travel movie. Like a <laughs> like a Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. A Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Like them just going through history and like into the future and just That would be cool. Deadpool hamming it up like ham it up more. Yeah, just ham it up and I'll be okay with that. I
0: might enjoy it. Sounds it like, sounds like a very Deadpool thing. What I like about that is that they obviously have a a, a philosophy of, hey, I've got this idea for this scene, and they're like, oh, why not? Let's just put it in. And they seem to have that kind of that kind of ethos throughout the whole movie. There's so many jokes in there. They seem to. I This is just what I reckon, but they seem to love throwing it as much as possible, packing it in, making sure that even if a joke falls a bit flat, you don't even have time to linger on it and feel that it's a bad joke because all of a sudden bam 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 there's a new a new one yeah there's another one straight after it um i I, like what you said before alex i also really liked domino i thought she was quite a quite a cool hero um uh, it's it's not every day you bring in a a brand new hero into these like superhero movies and for them to kind of feel refreshing as they said at the end of ant-man you know everything's kind of been done you know There's a guy that jumps, there's a guy that shrinks, there's a guy that, you know, flies. It's all... So I thought that she had a really cool, fun little take. And I think X-Men are quite good at that. Between that and that, really, and the really fast guy in the X-Men movies, um, there are a lot of scenes... Quicksilver. Yes, yes, Quicksilver. So they tend to have a lot of scene-stealing moments um, that they really relish in using with these unique characters. And I, I, I like that. I think Domino was... The
1: equivalent of that in this film. Oh yeah, well Domino's Domino's power and the actress, like was so great in that role. Yeah. She did really she stole she stole a lot of the scenes, yeah. And it's such a like you were talking about, uh so many powers have been done before, but that power just being exceptionally unrealistically lucky, yeah. fortunate. <laughs> yeah. That that's really clever. And I don't know if I've actually seen that done before uh in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of the some of the set pieces that she was in, like you know, with all the traffic and explosions going on behind behind her, or she falls into that giant inflatable panda bear, like Mm. yeah, it was great. It was very fun. It was very fun, very fitting, and yeah, refreshing. Like you said,
2: her and Deadpool's dialogue back and forth were very good as well. Like him saying luck isn't a superpower, she's like yeah it is, and it's like no it's not. Like that just kept on going, and I was like oh, this is kind of the funny joke. Just yeah. a good agreed disagree joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. That was
0: fine. That's agree to disagree, but you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. it was good. Uh and I liked um she also had an element in so the general theme for me in this movie was one that I think can really dog especially superhero movies, and that is one where the hero is like embedded in trauma for the whole movie. Like when I wanna go and watch a superhero movie that's kind of fun, to have them really depressed the entire movie. It, it it turns it into a it gives it a different tone and it's sometimes it's not quite as good to watch your favorite character in that mode for two hours or an hour and a half. Ooh, so is is that why you haven't seen Logan? No, I just haven't got around to it. No, I'm I'm really excited for Logan. <laughs> okay, good. I you know it's it's hard it's hard to say that with any credibility when it's been out for what two years and you haven't watched it, but I am really excited. Yeah. No, the the reason um, but I what I think Deadpool did really well was have. Be able to add that depth of having Deadpool in a place that is not quite as comforting as, as him just being a crazy, manic, insane person and still not really be a downer of a movie. I think they they, they danced on that line quite well between obviously he's quite upset he is obviously in the same mode as Logan as not really wanting to live and, and a lot of nihilism present, but he still is able to really just jump out there and say stupid stuff while fighting, all that kind of shit. Like, I think I think they did that quite well. Mm. Well, what about Batman then? Like, how do you feel about the Batman movies? Uh, I've always thought Batman was a drag, especially because while everyone was wanking off the Dark Knight and then all of a sudden Iron Man comes out and he's just like... I am Iron Man. And and I remember when that happened at the end of the first Iron Man, I just thought, my God, that's refreshing. Like, a guy who just doesn't give a shit, does what he wants.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> doesn't have to keep it secret. But, you know, I, each 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 hero has to, I think, each superhero, because it's a crowded space, yeah. and each of them has to satisfy a specific niche. And I think that we're in a good space where Deadpool has his niche. Of course, we have... The Thaws and the Iron Mans and the Ant Mans—they all have their own little thing going for them, which gives them a bit of appeal throughout the years. And and Deadpool definitely has that. I think mm-hmm. yes, it's true. kooky, and I don't know how long it's gonna last before it gets old. But I think it's—I think it's hopefully it's here to stay. If you—if you're into that kind of stuff,
1: I, I think if they. When they do a third one, whether it's Deadpool X Force or whatever they call it, if it's going to have all those characters, I do feel like it is going to be quite a bit different from the first two. Like I think they are going to move away before they become too stale, like the same formula, the same plot points. Like I think some characters aren't even returning. Like I think Ryan Reynolds kind of said that they fired T J Miller after he kind of became a dickhead the last oh, few months. That's right. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, saw that. So like he's he so he's not he's not going to be in the third one. I think Vanessa's actress, I don't know her name in real life off the top of my head, but I think she said she doesn't know whether she'll be coming back for a, for a third. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. So I think if they did a third one, I don't know. Like, hopefully it is quite different and refreshing. Because even if they did one that was the exact same as one and two, like, it would still be entertaining, but then it might start to get a bit stale after that.
0: Yeah. So do you think it might be a good idea even that... The next Deadpool might see a bit less of Deadpool, um, you know, like if he has to share the screen space with a lot of other characters, including more serious ones like Cable and and Colossus. I don't know. Could you see that maybe adding a bit of a, a, a refreshing take on, on on the Deadpool style yeah. of movie?
1: Mm. Yeah, I would be very interested to see how Deadpool would uh, be as a supporting character, because especially with the four four breaks and all the all the jokes that he makes and things like that. Uh, it would just be very interesting to see how the movie would go with him not being at the front and centre of every single scene, which he has been so far.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: What do you reckon, Alex?
0: Yeah,
2: maybe, but but yeah. Like, you can't really do deadpool without deadpool then like it makes it a-
0: have you i mean you you've read you've read a lot of comic books is that an is that a normal thing or has deadpool always been front and center typically does is he like i, I know he i know he's used to sharing the space with wolverine and, and spider-man a bit isn't he don't they don't they have a lot of yeah. to and froing yeah, well him and cable had a good sort of run okay there for a while
2: mm-hmm. um i think him and wolverine have shared a few i haven't read them because deadpool's Not my favorite. Not your thing. Like, superhero. Like, it's not my thing. Like, people really like him, and I'm just like, I don't get it. Like, and I, it's fine. Like, I don't have to like every superhero, but like, there's some that I've read and is okay in it, but it's not constantly breaking. He's not always making jokes. And the best time it's written is by actual comedians. So they get a lot of comedians to write Deadpool comic books now. Yeah, okay. Which is kind of fun oh, cool. and sort of interesting. So they've had oh, it was at Paul Scheer, uh, Brian Posehn, and Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang has done like a couple of
0: oh wow, I'd love to see that. Um, <laughs> episodes, like
2: yeah, and it's they it's, they're interesting because they seem to go down like a wacky route, and that's what Deadpool is like a wacky character. Anytime you try and take him seriously, it's over the top and dumb. But you can't really have a Deadpool movie without deadpool or have him come second bill it'd be weird and strange but do something different yeah go time traveling with cable like th- cable domino colossus those those four should just go time traveling and i'll be down for that and negasonic 10-inch ten- warhead or whatever her name was just go nuts like do an r go r again and just go balls to the wall craziness go experimental for all. <laughs> like and i'll be interested like yeah,
0: give that a, give that a go for
2: the third movie. Why not?
0: Well, I'm really pleased that you still have a bit of optimism inside you that you might still enjoy a Deadpool movie. Seeing as seeing as you obviously it's not your jam, obviously. So. No, it's not. Yeah, I will give
2: anything a try, and if I don't like it, I can just walk out or turn it off. But I've never walked out of a movie or turned off a movie. I will always stick it out.
0: That's good. That's good stuff. Like I
2: paid money for it. I'm gonna sit through it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Andy, any last thoughts? Uh, not too much. I think you could obviously tell that this movie had a much bigger budget. Um, I know I, I did like the new characters they brought in, like Cable, Fist, Domino. I think they all brought something new. Uh, and I don't think you could really complain about the screen time of any of those three characters. Like I think if we had Fist a little bit too much more or if we had Cable a bit too much more, we might have gotten like a bit sick of them. But I think they really balanced their screen time well, which was good. Um, I did really love the credit scene where he, you know, they fix the time traveling thing for him, and he goes back and he he kills Ryan Reynolds as he has the green, uh, the Green Lantern <laughs> script, yeah. uh, kills the Wolverine origins, kills the Wolverine origins, yeah, but... Deadpool version. <laughs> that was kind of funny. I enjoyed that. That right? was pretty great. Oh, I loved that too. Uh yeah, it was good. It was it was just bold and stupid, and just like out there. Yeah, so that was um yeah, another really good part.
0: So, guys, on a scale of good to bad? No, on a scale of bad to good, <laughs> with bad being non-credible, average being mildly credible, and great being incredible, what would you say, Alex? Is this going to be our first ever non-credible
2: Yeah, it's a super non-credible for me.
0: <laughs> a super non-credible. <laughs>
2: like I super non-credible. I cannot I can ugh, what's like not recommend this movie to people.
1: Oh shit. Like Ooh, shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's not my jam, man. I don't I just yeah, if somebody said, "Oh, what should I go see?" I would say, "Don't see Don't see Deadpool."
1: What if someone said, "I like Deadpool 1, should I see Deadpool 2?"
2: Then I'll probably say, you're going to love this. Knock yourself out.
1: I, <laughs> I thought you were going to throw an insult their way. <laughs>
2: no, I'm just, no, you're a fucking idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> take that take that vape pen out of your mouth, you idiot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Andy, how about you? Well, okay, out of our three ratings, I would have to go for uh, Incredible. I did see it twice within the opening few days. Wow. Uh, at the movies. And... I think well for, for the movie it is for a uh, you know parody uh, superhero R-rated movie like you knew what you were getting after seeing the first one so I think if you knew what it was and you know what it is what you're going into like it is very entertaining so if you if you liked Deadpool 1 yeah you would love the second one but it just depends on what you like you know what your tastes are and what genres you like. Sweet.
0: Yeah, look, I, I don't know, I don't know, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I think I agree. I'm going to give it a begrudging Incredible,
1: uh, simply because if you like Deadpool... Look, we, we need we need more ratings, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> just we, just uh, three. Hey, simplicity. Okay, 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 simplicity, we'll go for Incredible then.
0: You don't see Roger Ebert giving seven thumbs up, do you? <laughs> <laughs> if he did
2: give seven thumbs up, I'll be quite confused as how the fuck does he have so many thumbs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> There you go. I'm going with the simplicity on this. I'm going to say incredible for the same reasons you said, Andy. If you loved Deadpool or even just thought it was a fun movie, I can't really see you thinking that this is going to miss the mark. Um it's 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 just a good, solid, funny, interesting enough movie. Um I I think one of the reasons I'm judging it that way is because I probably won't pay to see it again, but the second it comes out on a streaming service, I'll I'll probably I'll probably get on that. I think I'll I think I'll enjoy it a second time. So having said that, polarizing, about time, episode six of the After Credibles, and we've finally got a movie that has divided the panel. Yay. So finally. that's great.
1: One day you'll get all like all three ratings used for one movie. Oh my god. Yeah. That's the goal. That's a
0: goal. A true smorgasbord board of ratings. Well, look, guys, thanks for coming on. That's all we have time for today. Thanks for listening to the After Credibles, your least credible movie podcast. Thank you, guys, Andy and Alex. No worries, man. No worries. See you later. Bye. See you later. If you like the show, please subscribe. Tell a friend. Send us some feedback. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, basically anywhere you can get your podcasts. And please rate and review us. Get ready for next week where we review A Quiet Place. I'm Charlie Rogers, and thank you for listening to The After Credibles.